and we named it after our star attraction. Shady nasties? Shit dynasties, asshole. All right, and the podcast is back. Um, and I am joined with Billy Nugent. Oh, wait, I'm not joined with Billy Nugent. Someone decided that they wanted to uh, bitch out. You know, he told me for two weeks straight, been saying he's going to join. So we had to call an audible in last minute. And so instead, there's there's three people on. I'm joined with uh, Lionel Cockburn. <laughs> thank Carl you, thank Spink you. Smith. So uh, Lionel, Carl, welcome. <laughs> Pleasure. Thanks for having me. No, in, in all seriousness, uh, it's my brother's. It's an all Pensick episode this time. I mean, who who the people I've spent Thanksgiving with, who else can I get on such short notice? Uh, not going to lie, I actually texted Kenny, and he said he couldn't do it as well. So you guys are just, you know, here. But, uh, but yeah, enough. Th- those names, Andrew, we, we do this via video chat, and Andrew put his name in as uh, Lionel Cockburn. And then, and then I had to exit out and join back in. Now he's Carl Spanksmith. So that's uh, that's where it came from. So there's a team name now: Jay Berwanger to Lionel Cockburn. Um, but anyway, so uh, we'll get into it. Um, first question um, is: How many beers have you guys had? How much have you had to drink? How many pots have you smoked? <laughs> How many times you going to the bathroom in your life? Nine. Nine beers? No, nine bathroom nine poops. Yeah. <laughs> per Four <day>. beers. That's <laughs> average. Four beers. Sam, the last time you were on, if I remember correctly, you were four beers in when you, we started. And you're the only person who, until now, you know, has been drinking during this. So I'm disappointed that you're at the same number. I'm expecting, I was expecting something higher. I had very little warning and I got a belly full of mashed potatoes and gravy. Yeah, um, you, you would have had a higher warning if it wasn't for Billy, um, you know, bitching out on us. That's what Billy does. That is what Billy does. Andrew, what's your number? Uh, on the day, I got to be like eight, nine. Oh, new record. Hell yeah. Okay. I'll drink to that. <laughs> so, <clears throat> Billy, I mean, clearly he is the uh, the topic here since he's the one who we should be talking to. Um so what are y'all's thoughts on him just, you know, last minute saying he can't do it? I've had this theory for a while that he's a closeted gay. Um, <laughs> he's on island time. <laughs> I'm thinking he, he's at family Thanksgiving, quote unquote. But yeah, you know how Vegas is. He's at some homo <laughs> whorehouse. B- Billy and Lionel. <laughs> <laughs> Sucking dick. <laughs> Just blown out. <laughs> Somehow, still winning fantasy football games. Yeah, he's got to be the front runner now. Um, but uh, but if anyone would know, you know what Billy was actually doing, it, it would be Mr. Lionel Carl right here, Andrew, because uh, they've been best friends for what? I mean, how you and Billy met when you're what five, something like that? Eight. Eight. Okay. Um, he's gambling right now. One hundred percent. He's doing. <laughs> He's, he's playing video poker. He's hunched over a machine right now. It's just it, it's exactly right. Slurping uh, down cosmos. Okay, fair enough. Um, well, in that all that time you've known him, I mean, obviously we've all known him for that long because he lived down the street from us. What what stories do we want to share? What 
the the group the league only knows Billy just as this guy who's been good the last couple of years at fantasy football. That's all they know him as. They don't know the gambling addict, the porn addict. They don't know the Billy we know. So uh, so Andrews, his best friend, fill us in on who is Billy. Who is Billy? Well, since I'm watching USA England right now, I would be re- remiss if I didn't say that Billy was a good soccer player in his day. Not so much an, an athlete. He was a goalie, but he was a very good goalie. Yeah, he was uh, the, the best goalie in the state. Yeah, he won. Gotta, yeah. gotta give a shout out, you know. Yeah, props to him. <coughs> but when I think Billy, the first story that comes to mind, I don't know why. I think it was like summer eighth grade. Uh, Smoking there leaves. Was, there was smoke. <laughs> that was a, that Burning was shit up behind the house. <laughs> Smoking leaves. Throwing tennis balls at cars. <laughs> uh, uh, no, there was a girl named Taylor. Billy ended up fingering her and then telling everybody that she had a, a bumpy vagina. <laughs> and so she came out and told everybody Billy had a curved dick. <laughs> They're married now. Like that just That just sums up Billy right there. Dick. <laughs> so definitely this this podcast maybe it's because there's been the most alcohol consumed but this one is so far off to the uh the most r-rated uh one out there so if there's one that, that someone's not going to want to put on spotify this this will be the one so we'll have to see if billy's open to that or not should dynasty is going to get canceled <laughs> we're signing we're off the today, boys. dynasty <laughs> yeah, right. shady nasties <laughs> what about you, Sam? Any Billy stories that uh, first come to mind? Yeah, I think the go-to Billy story is Andrew went out of town for a soccer tournament. James and I had a rager at our parents' house. Billy's a freshman. I think James is a senior. He tries to show up to the party, and I believe the people there duct taped him and put him in a burlap sack and then like dragged him <laughs> into the yard and rolled him into the street. <laughs> It, those were people like I had no idea who any of those people were. They didn't even go to our school. They showed up and they're dragging Bill, and he's screaming, just grabbing all the shit on the walls and just like ripping stuff down in our house as he's being dragged out into the front yard and duct tape. It sounds a lot darker when you say it, James. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> Liam Neeson, yeah, it's got fingernails on the wall. Yeah. And that's and that's why I say when I got caught for that party, Billy's fingernail was the the shred <laughs> of evidence. <laughs> um, okay, well, there was a list of questions for Billy. Um, unless either of y'all got another story you want to share, I, I feel like. So do you something. want do you want us to answer these questions as William Nugent or as ourselves? I think it's got to be both because Billy will ultimately be on this podcast at some point. Um, who knows? Maybe we'll do a, a double episode next week. Um, I'll, I'll actually share early on instead of wait till later, but I'll share early on who is next week's guest. So next Thursday on the normal one, we're going to have David on. Um, <laughs> but maybe I'll do right. a double header. Maybe we'll have Billy too. Who knows? Um, he'll, he'll eventually be on. And so we'll, he'll answer these questions, but I'm curious to see how well, you know, him, but also what y'all's answers are. Um, is David a Pollock? <laughs> is, is what? He one is, of us? <laughs> is, no, no, I think David is Ukrainian. Uh, okay. Okay. Who? Who? Uh, 
but <laughs> not getting um, canceled anymore. We're back, baby. <laughs> oh <my God>. uh, <laughs> okay. Um, so you, you guys ready to get into it? Speed round on some of these questions. I guess yeah, you and me, Andrew. Sam, Sam went away. Who knows? I hope, I hope, and Sam left us to go to Sam. I hope you left us to go grab beer number five. That's why you stepped away. All right. Cheers. Exactly what I did. <clears throat> All right. So getting into the right. questions, pineapple on pizza. How does Billy feel about it? How do you guys feel about it? Uh, Billy likes all me. things on pizza, so he's okay with it. Billy yeah, what what is Billy not like? That's the question. Uh, spinach, uh, carrots, <laughs> <laughs> arugula, lovely okra. Anything with it. Multivitamins. <laughs> Vitamins won't touch them. Anything um, good for yeah. you? Pineapple on pizza. I'm a yay. Think it's great. Think Billy likes it. I think Andrew probably likes it. I like it too. And I I used to go pineapple jalapeno because I don't know a little little spicy <laughs> sweet. I thought it was fantastic. I am a fan of pineapple on pizza, and I actually like it with pepperoni. Pineapple, yeah, and pepperoni. a little salty sweet. Yeah, I'm good with that. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't touch top- swine flesh. You know how I am. But you know, <laughs> you do you. All right, Asif. Um, <laughs> but uh, but. Jalapeno. I don't. I don't like jalapeno <laughs> on pizza. Actually, uh, well, that's because you're weak. No, oh, that's fair. <laughs> All right, Sam. I'm going to direct this one to you first. This was a question Ben asked, and Andrew and I are clearly a little biased on it. Um. Well, I guess it includes you because he said best Pensick soccer player at their prime. I thought he was asking me versus Andrew, but you you played soccer too once upon a time. So who do you think <laughs> Billy would say? Um, and who do you say? And then Andrew, you can answer next. Um, Billy would probably say James first because he hates me and Andrew the most. Yep, that's that's very I, you, true. You wouldn't know that from thing. from the group me because in fantasy, Billy clearly hates me the most. Billy's just got a lot yeah. of hate in his heart. Well, the new Billy never saw me when I was. Hundred and fifty pound seven year old center back. I was gonna say one fifty. <laughs> what was that? Elementary school for you? <laughs> yeah, so he didn't know me in my prime. So I think uh he'd probably go James Andrew Sam just out of ignorance and rage in his heart. Andrew, what do you think Billy would say? Uh he'd probably put me last, just out of yeah, ignorance I, and rage in his heart. I think <laughs> no, I think Billy's answer. Billy's obviously full of himself, so he's gonna say Billy's going to say, well, I'm an honorary Pensick, so I'm picking myself. He, Billy's going to find a way to pick himself to be the best. That's fair. But, uh, fair. But when in reality, we all know Sam's answer is the correct one, that I, I am the best. Well, you so. know, and I also like to dispute the fastest player in the league. I, I would like uh, to challenge everybody in this league to a foot race. Keenan was talking Keenan and James. All right, let's do it. So make, make it happen. Uh, actually, we we were scheduled for a foot race at our last soccer game that you just happened to not show up to. I was scared. I've been training since uh, then. I'm on the treadmill now, so <laughs> that's that's gonna help. Running with a parachute. <laughs> um, I don't know what that does for you. So Sam, right. you asked this question. You asked this question You're on so... a treadmill. Wait, a parachute wouldn't work on a treadmill, man. <laughs> <laughs> Standing still, dude. <laughs> Those are two separate things. 
Sam, you asked this question, so uh, so let's see what how you would answer it first. What is time? Time is a construct. No, time's about nine twenty-one. It's uh, hours, minutes, seconds. It is the time. It is the distance between. I don't know, James. I wasn't prepared for philosophy. That's why Sam asked it. He wants the answers. He, he's trying to expand his knowledge base. I don't um, know answers. I, I sent the meme. I sent the meme to you guys the other day. It was Einstein said time is, uh, you know, relative. Time is all relative. And then it was people like in Alabama cousin? and it was someone fucking a clock. So uh, that, it is a cousin. There you go. Um, canceled again. Andrew, do you have a better answer to what is time, or do you just want to move it's, on? It's a flat circle. You you, you majored in something sciencey, so okay, okay, <laughs> Mister Doctor Scientist. <laughs> no, okay. yeah, it's uh, it's it's a uh, it's a flat circle. I don't know what that means, but I see it on social media. Now, Tyler had a question that I'm not going to answer this one because it's about me. So three favorite and least favorite things about our commissioner. You don't have to say three of each. I just say some things that you personally favorite, least favorite, and say some things you think Billy personally favorite, least favorite. Angie, you can go first this time. Uh, about you. Yeah, I'm the commissioner. And well, you're, you're the commissioner in our other league that all three of us and Billy and Kenny and Kevin, well, a lot of overlap are in. Um, so you, you respect the office. I respect I respect the office uh, for sure. I understand the struggles of a, a commissioner. Most people don't. I understand the, the struggles of putting out a, a note. I think my last note took me like 10 hours. People don't realize that. I took the idea of a note from you. Um, and I mean, props to you. Your notes are great. So at, then as a commissioner, as someone who does it, what judging me as another one, what am I doing well and not doing well? Uh, I mean, being a commissioner is like herding cats. You just keep the the mob at bay. You appease them. You don't do yourself any favors with these trades with yourself. I mean, with Ben. Uh, but you know, I think you do a good job. Okay. Um, what do you think Billy would say? He he would just it, it'd be a lot of negativity and pessimism about trading with Ben and ruining the integrity of the league and not building teams the right way. And it just, his smear campaign against you to, cause you're his biggest competitor, you know, Tyler's new boy on the block, but you're traditionally the biggest competitor. So he's just la launching this campaign against you to turn the whole league against you because your greatest weapon is trading. So if he cuts you off at the knees, you're done though. I don't think he has that much thought behind it. I think he just likes to watch the world burn. I yeah. think good trade, bad trade, he's going to riot just to see people riot. But he, think, he only yeah. there's only riots when James is involved. Like when I gave up Aaron Jones for two seconds, nobody batted an eye. It was a but bad if it was trade. James for two, yeah, but if it was to James for two seconds, it would have been a riot. <coughs> well, James has built his dynasty on trades and molestation. Right. So Billy, nobody wants to see that. They want to see James do it the real way. And people don't realize <laughs> that the, the first person, the first person that I regularly traded with was Sam. We lived together when the league was in its first couple of years, first year or two. 
And we used to, every Friday night, the, a, uh, a case of Heineken to the penny cost the same as a big dinner box from Pizza Hut. So we split the two of those many times and traded players back and forth all day. And uh, it took Sam how long to recover from those. So, Hey, I gave you Aaron yeah. Rodgers in year one. Yeah. You want him back now? Uh, no. You want uh, you want Andre Ellington back? <laughs> We're not trading right now. I'll take Hopkins back, but uh, I don't have a that in my control. the the first uh, The first live on air trade negotiation. We're gonna make that happen. Uh, ben actually reached you. out to me before he came on and said we need to work out a trade on. He has nothing left to offer. Well, this was before that last round of trades, I think. He had nothing left to offer before the last round. But uh, but anyway, Sam, any insights uh, to, I guess, me as a commissioner, pros, cons? I think the, the, the biggest pro is, well, yes, you do trade rate people. That's maybe other people being dumb, but you are, you're generally going to be fair and unbiased. You're not going to sway things in your way. You're going to always you know, have somebody watch a lottery. If somebody does a trade, you'll give an honest feedback or honest opinion on it. So I appreciate that. I don't think your trades are malicious. I think you're just trying to get the most for the least. And some people are just dumb. Um, I will say as a commissioner, I've, I've plotted many an hour trying to think of how to rig the league without people finding out. (laughs) I I can honestly say I've, I've spent, I've spent, no time at all ever thinking about that. <laughs> oh, oh. There you go. <laughs> I'll tell you, we have another league, and Andrew collected the dues and pocketed them for the first like two and a half years before he paid okay. any money out. Okay. He kept Hayden won the league. Scoring. Right? Nobody wanted Hayden. It. Nobody wanted Hayden to win, so it was just it was just that I kept the money. Dude, Hayden might That's win bad. again this year. He nope. uh, it's, it's going to be him or Rich, but yeah, reel it back. Dynasty talk. Yeah. Anyway, back to uh, Sha Dynasty. Uh, okay. I was going to ask Billy, I didn't post this in there. I, I was going to say, and this goes along with this, I said, you always incite a riot. Do you always genuinely believe the trades are unfair, just like rioting? What do you think Billy will say when I ask him? Oh, that? he just likes to riot. Thousand percent. Do you no think question. he'll admit it? He won't admit I mean, it. we, we no. all know that. You don't think he'll admit it? No, he won't admit he, it. I don't know <laughs> if he'd admit it on, on screen, on, you know, behind the mic, but. Uh, I mean, he has admitted it otherwise. Yeah, <laughs> like I just mean, to text, the group but... chat, he admits it every <clears throat> single time. He's like, yeah, that trade's fine. And, I mean, we all do the same thing. It's Whenever there's a trade, especially when you're involved, I think the trade's fine, but I just like stirring shit up. So you just, you know, you, you stoke the fire a little bit. You can also justify most trades, either right when it's done, it's fair, it's lopsided, or if you think it's lopsided, you revisit it two years later, and you're like, oh, yeah, look. James raped him when initially you thought the other guy raped. He'll find a way to justify James being a raper. What was the one trade that got vetoed? Um, the Kyle Pitts one? I don't know. I just know one got vetoed. Um, let's yeah. see. I actually have him right that here. That one got vetoed. <clears throat> yeah, it was I, on June 28th. Um, and Keenan oh, and Jesus. I went to lunch. Yeah, I have the dates. Right. Keenan and I went to lunch and we were – Fairly drunk, actually. Well, Keenan's um, a one-shot wonder, right? So you just give him half a beer and he's spilling his guts. I I was going to get Kyle Pitts 
pick 11 in a 2023 first, he was going to get Aaron Rodgers, Keenan Allen, and Brian Edwards. Yeah, that's a shit trade. So in, in hindsight, it probably looks even worse than it did at the time. Yeah. <laughs> because Roger, I mean, because Rogers and Allen definitely. Uh, Rogers is bad. Allen and, doesn't and, play, and Brian and looking, Edwards just got cut, right? Yeah, uh, three catches on the year before he got cut. Um, yeah, you were trying to bad. trade me him for Hopkins before the year started. I was not offering you Brian Edwards for Hopkins. <laughs> yeah, it was Brian Edwards in a first for Hopkins. I I don't know about can, that, but. Uh, can we have this debate about vetoes? I feel very strongly about it. Yeah, I am surprised that hasn't come up really on any other episodes. I'm, I'm going to skip over these other questions for Billy, these other ones, because it's like favorite Formula One driver, you know, stuff like that. His thoughts on Zamir White, whatever. We'll hold those for when he finally mans up and decides that. Vetoes shouldn't, shouldn't be a thing unless it's straight up collusion. Because you're both adults. The system. Like – you, you make a bad trade, you live with it, it's whatever. I've made many a bad trade, and I've kind of wanted a few to be vetoed, but... But who determines a bad, bad trade? It's, it's just a you, bad trade. But you value the players. There's no, like, rule book you can look at and say, here's what the values are, this one's too bad, we're going to veto, right? If somebody values Kyle Pitts or Aaron Jones more than someone else, like, that's, that's yeah. your own prerogative. No, and people agree. should value them different based off the goals of their team. And that's why, yes. Sam, you feel the same way I do. And I've said on this podcast every week that the trades I like are where the um, the teams rebuilding get the younger assets and the, the teams that are going all in get the that older. That doesn't happen. Yeah. Older teams don't want to give up good young assets. What are you Nobody talking does. about? I, my, uh, my team age has gotten significantly older from the well, start of the year till that's now. That's you, bro, because you you're trade happy. You, you just sell everybody. I, I am trade happy. I'll give you that. Uh, but it's also Trading's the, fun, though. The I injuries. love the negotiation. Like, uh, What was it? The pit trade with Keenan, we went back and forth for like three days. I was negotiating to get rid of Hopkins with about four different people. You and, and I came, we're, we're forget, getting close. You and I field. negotiated for Hopkins years not, <laughs> not not even exaggerating we went back and forth like before subs, his uh suspension during the suspension after suspension it was it was years we talked about the hopkins trade and we came close a couple times i would have accepted i think it was you're offering me like two firsts for him uh the year before he got suspended but I put it on that Facebook group and they told me not to do it. So I didn't pull the trigger. There's been a lot of trades that I've offered that would have really come back to bite me. The worst one I can think of. Don't even. Don't I'm going to say, I got to put Carl Spanksmith out here. Uh, great name. Yeah. Andrew, uh, this was after Saquon, right before he got hurt, when Saquon looked like. It was after you know, his rookie next, year. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> he was arguably Dynasty RB1. And before no, Derrick Henry no became before Derrick yeah. Henry became Derrick Henry, right before. So I offered Andrew what Derrick Henry and two firsts for Saquon. Yep. yep. And uh and then I I, I backed out you retracted and said, never it mind. Because you you offered it to me and I said, you know, give me a sec. And uh you retracted it. It was like 45 seconds later. 45 seconds life. is an eternity, Andrew. Well, you said you like the negotiations with everyone. Who's your favorite owner to negotiate with? Uh, or do you even have one? 
No, I don't have one. But I mean, I, it's no surprise that most trades go through you because you're a very responsive owner, especially when you want somebody. <clears throat> you you just hammer it. You just berate the person so you get what you want. No, not necessarily. Uh, James enjoyed... is 100% the best to negotiate with because he gets creative and makes steals. Everyone else, you throw one offer, maybe a counter with some picks, and it ends. James will change it up 100 See, times. I enjoyed I enjoyed with, with Keenan. We had a very good back and forth. I enjoy negotiating with Kevin, too, because he's very straight up with you. Uh, yeah, and... I'll, give, I'll, give, I'll second that for Kevin. On the Cooper Cup deal, it was – and. He was very responsive, and it's very to the point. No, I want this. Yeah. But I, but I do have to go off on a tangent for him um, just for one second. Last week, I said I didn't think Kevin was even listening. I think he's the only one in the league who doesn't. No one knows him. We got to get him on the podcast. I said, Kevin, reach out. We heard nothing. So Kevin Watch is now going an extra week here. We're going to see if Kevin actually listens and if Kevin has any interest coming on the podcast. Kevin, I'm calling you out again. Speak up. Now back to you, Andrew. <laughs> I, I uh, Tyler was a good negotiator. He's just stingy. He's very stingy, but he he's yeah. But we people are, are accepting those. What the hell? I mean, Aaron Jones, Travis Kelsey, Justin Herbert. Kirk so Cousins, I thought all those thought, trades were one side. He, his trades, he's ripped people off. Well, I thought Aaron get Jones. Worse than I have this year. In my mind, Aaron Jones has fallen off <laughs> this year. Uh, what's his face? They, I mean, they. I think. Uh, Dylan had more yards than AJ or AJ did last year. So I expected this year Dylan was going to be RB1, Jones was going to be RB2. So I was trying to cut bait, get what I could before the season started. And that was the best offer was two seconds. Tyler is the Bitcoin billionaire. There was a, a, a <laughs> probably three or four week period when everyone was going like apeshit with trades. In that time, he got, I think, Herbert, he got. Kelsey, he got Jones. He made out like a bandit. I think maybe one or two other people got someone, but there was a period there where everyone just wanted Everybody, to trade, yep. and they were going crazy. And he capitalized. So, like, best of him, he got in and and he got out. I almost gave you Saquon for Acres in a first. But yeah, is there, it was just a good timing. Is there anyone you feel like it just never responds? Me. I mean, I was, I was about to say, Sam's not the most responsive. Okay. Um, <laughs> anything else you guys want to say about uh, trades or vetoes? Going back to that, because we're, we're going on a tangent, on a tangent, on a tangent. So it, back to the veto conversation, or, or was there nothing else to add? Nothing. Let's get v to the matchup. I, I just think vetoing because you think it's a bad trade. There's is just dumb. It should so that, only, that Kyle Pitts. We should trade, get rid of vetoes. That Kyle Pitts trade that I mentioned that did get vetoed. Looking at it in hindsight, it's even worse. If it was accepted today, you would say it should not be vetoed. But I mean, Kyle Pitts right now is trash. I mean, like yeah. he was good last year. Yeah, but he was okay at eight thousand yards. This year's <clears> been terrible. He's hurt now. Okay, Until you're focusing Falcons... on the wrong part of my question. You're focusing on the specifics with one player. But no, extremely lopsided trade. Aaron Rodgers has been terrible. Keenan Allen's been hurt the whole time. He's older now. So Kyle Pitts and two firsts for Aaron Rodgers, Keenan Allen, and Brian Edwards is clearly a lopsided firsts? trade. It was, yes. it was two firsts? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Would you veto it's... that today, Andrew? Uh... Sam's a clear no. He, he has his definition of what vetoing 
where it's where to draw the line. Who was it? It was Rogers. I mean, today Rogers, Keenan Allen. Who else? Brian Brian Edwards. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Brian Edwards is not on. on so a yes, team you right would now. veto it. I mean, yeah, I vetoed it's it. It's pretty six bad. Ago, so I'd veto it today for sure. If if you can prove that somehow there's collusion, James is splitting winnings with somebody, something like that, yes. But if it's just somebody values players differently, let them suck and whatever. James took advantage of them. We all had the same opportunity to lube up and rape that mother, that person. I think I think there is a little bit of a gray area. If something is that bad, I tend to lean with you, Sam. But but I don't think we've ever had a trade that was that bad to that point. At the time, it was accepted. Not looking in hindsight, um, but it, no. If, if there was, if there's proven collusion, then I'm not taking it to a vote. I mean, just I'm going to be dictator for a little bit, and I'm kicking you out of the league. Like that just takes away from. It, about, it's not even a one one strike. You know, it's a first time and you're done. What about Tyree Kill for Miles Sanders and Jerry <laughs> Judy? Okay, we're not going off. That was a redraft <laughs> trade. That, <clears throat> Um, okay. Can I request something? Yeah, what's up? Teams have so teams have their uh, four three letter acronym, right? Mm-hmm. Billy is Muhammad Ali. It's ALI, right? Tyler and Andrew both have win. And whoa, whoa, really whoa! Close. Why does Tyler have? No, mine should be champ. Yours is W I N. That champ Tyler's is five letters, and is He's champ. Just, I'm it, I'm, when I'm looking at players <laughs> that I want to trade for, I don't know which of you has them, and it just makes me click into no, it. No, I agree. That drives ass. me nuts. I want so to know why you Tyler. Why is Tyler champ? Because I made my champ when I won the league. You're both win. <laughs> Nobody Nobody's wins. champ. Sorry. Whatever. Whatever. I, Easy I there, changed. champ. <laughs> I changed, right, it's champ. Actually, it's champ. <laughs> Very close with the prime apes, James. Uh, no, I right. Tyler has good. Tyler has Just go ahead anything. and change it right here, live on air. I'm I'm changing it right now. What's our run time ESPN's so far? Very James? stingy. Uh, ESPN wouldn't I, let me change my name to Burr Wanger because it had Wang in it. That's why I had to put the Inya <laughs> over the A. Burr Wanger. Yeah, it's, I don't know. I don't know how to change it anyway. Huh. No, Continue. I. Uh, I don't know the runtime. I didn't look at the clock, and it doesn't show me just a, a counter on this. That's why, I mean, you heard in the last couple podcasts, I asked, when did right we start? And what, um, you did say on the what is time, I think you said 921, which was 18 minutes ago. Oh, God, um, All right, so we're probably half hour in. <clears throat> well, then let's go on to the next actual fantasy football thing. I know you feel passionately about this, Sam, so I'll let you go first. ILP. We're asking everyone on this, um, what are your thoughts on it? Pro, con. <clears throat> so – I'm obviously pro, and I'll tell you why. I think everyone that's con, the reason they say they're against it is either one, they have Nugent syndrome and they just want to rage <laughs> and riot, or two, because they look at the ILP rankings and say, oh, Andrew's five and six and Teddy's three and seven or whatever that, you know. But I have put a lot of thought into this. I've sent James probably 20 different solutions to try to compromise something between record and points. In anything you come up with that involves record promotes tanking. And I could talk about all the reasons I hate blatant tanking, but the, the main reason is the worst teams should get the best pick. So ILP, you can get lucky with record or unlucky with record, but 
the the worst teams are going to have the least amount of points. The best way, the only other option besides ideal lineup is total points, bench plus starters, just total team points. Um, it promotes trades from the shitty teams to pick up picks and the older teams to get rid of picks, which will flip the league eventually, which we've seen has already happened this year. It just make it makes sense. You don't want record to come into it because somebody will do what Tyler does. And he says, that's my money. I can do whatever I want. But the problem with that is if that becomes the strategy, then after week six, all but half the league, six or seven teams are going to know they don't have a chance and they're going to put up 20 points a game, which one, there's, there's no competition. It's boring. You know, who's going to win every game, um, which sucks. And two, it's boning the shitty teams. So like Kenny, whose team is awful, should get the first pick, but somehow, I don't know, Andrew starts worse starters and loses the game. Now he's getting a better pick and the good teams get better and the shitty teams never have a chance to get better. Um, and I just, I'm very against the tanking thing because I always want competition. So yeah, that's my two cents. I mean, obviously I agree. <clears throat> I've, I feel like I've made some similar points on previous podcasts, so I'm not going to jump in. Andrew, what are your thoughts on it? <clears throat> uh, no, I agree. I never really, to be honest, I didn't realize people were like Tyler were straight up just tanking like that, re like resting their resting. grade A players, whatever. <laughs> resting, whatever you want to say, <laughs> uh, low limit, or whatever uh, they call it. But uh, yeah, no, it makes sense. Because, I mean, me personally, my, my roster is pretty shitty, but I still try and win every single game. So IDP is kind of nice because I have won a few games I shouldn't, but I'm still going to get the number two pick, even though my record's better than a few Wait. people. Yeah. Now, Sam made one proposal when we were just shooting the shit, and you said, what about a head-to-head -head based off ILP? So it's, it is a record, but it's a record you can't hide behind. Uh, but it is kind of throws in that head-to-head -head aspect of it. <clears throat> I thought that was a unique idea. That that I'm, I, would I didn't think of that. Too. Yeah, I could be open to that. You're what the one who suggested that. <laughs> Did I? Yeah, I've, I've done it like 30 suggestions. Oh, that, that's the one that I we talked about a little bit because I said I liked it. It, it was basically head-to-head, oh, yeah. -head, but your head-to-head -head calculation is done on ILP. Uh, yep. um, and then it's record that way. So you, if you try and tank, yeah, you can have a shitty record, but your ILP record could be better. Sure. <clears throat> which is what, which is what we want. Um, I, uh, I think people can, people overvalue if we, <clears throat> the number one pick versus the number three pick or the number four pick versus the number six pick. If you look through the drafts historically, the number one pick probably doesn't perform that much better than the number five pick or the six pick, you know, like sometimes yes, or the number two pick, but people need to say like, okay, I have a young stud. I'm not going to trade him. I'm not trading Justin Herbert, even if my team sucks because he's going to be around for 10 years. You build around him. Maybe you trade a running back with a, with a short shelf life, but you keep those young players. And instead of getting the number one pick, you get the number three or four pick. You're still going to get a stud. It's the, the lottery or the draft is a lottery. It's a toss up. You know, what's going to happen. People are too concerned about, I'm going to trade all of my players, but now you have no players and you got a bunch of dart throws, right? Rather have some players with less dart throws. And I, I think people are viewing it the wrong way and it's going to set some teams back a lot. Yeah. But I mean, the, 
older players where you know what you're going to get and their career is winding down, those should be turned into dart throws if your window for winning is a couple years out. Yeah, yeah, but I but think- you, I, I agree. If someone like Justin Herbert, now he, he got a handful of picks for it, and they turned into some good players. It's the, it's Justin Herbert. Like, I, I mean, I've I've said many times on this how I felt about that trade, so I don't don't want to hammer it anymore. Um, I would say this last thing. I will challenge anybody in the league that is against IOP <laughs> come up with a better solution that doesn't promote tanking. And if, if you can't, or if you can, hell yeah, I'm all on board. And if your argument is I can't, but I want tanking, tell me the, the value of tanking. Tell me how that makes the competition for every other team in the league better. And if we can answer those, you've sold me. Yeah, I, uh, I agree with you there. It's not just a vote against ILP. You got to have something else to vote for. And it's pretty close to unanimous on the people that I've talked to. You know, people, and which is just about everyone in the league, are against the blatant tanking. Let um, Andrew talk about tanking for a minute. I got to go get a beer ski. No, Andrew and I can talk about something else here because Jack Grealish's face is. Did you watch the game face. when it actually happened? Yeah, right. and I'm watching it again now, bro. Well, but here's Jack my... Grealish, there's something about his face. I think it's the hair. I think it's the just, hair. It, you really just want to punch him in the face. I don't want this to – this conversation between you and me could go hours, but I want it to just go for a couple minutes, so we'll go quick. Um, is a hamburger a sandwich? Why or why not? Jesus Christ, bro. <laughs> this. I walked into this. <laughs> Obviously, it's a sandwich. All right, so my definition of a sandwich is clear-cut black and white. It is – one thing between two of another thing, right? So, so an Oreo is a sandwich. An Oreo. So, so is this a is a phone sandwich. My phone between my hands. Phone or? sandwich. Yes, that's a phone sandwich. Ice cream sandwich. It's it's a sandwich, right? So, uh, if you got two pieces of bread, and if your meat in the middle is, if it's sliced or ground up or or whatever it, it is. Meat. It could be a tomato sandwich. It could be a tomato. It could be a peanut butter. It could be whatever. That's a sandwich. So so a quesadilla is a sandwich? Yeah, quesadilla is a sandwich. An Oreo is a sandwich. Your your hand phone sandwich is a sandwich. An Oreo on the package, it says a sandwich cookie. Yeah, I'm not... So There's why, one thing okay, I disagree. So that if that's a black and white definition for a sandwich... And if you think my question to you is okay, a, a patty melt is a sandwich, right? So that's a a hamburger patty between slices of bread, that is a sandwich. But a hamburger patty between bun is not a sandwich. Makes no sense. Absolutely no sense. So your def my definition, and and I like I said uh, ahead of time, I don't want this to be a conversation for an hour. I want to just talk on it for a couple more minutes, and that's it. Um, I mean, because realistically, we've had had this conversation for hours before via text and many to, times, many times, but we just got to have it on air here for a second. My definition isn't by ingredient. My definition, I'm going with a practical definition. 
how it's used in definition. And you, you said the menu thing one time, show me a menu that has burgers under sandwiches. They, I, I've looked up multiple menus. There's burger section, a sandwich section, or there's a sandwiches and burgers section. That's just one thing with the menus. Go ask. I want. I challenge everyone in the league to don't just ask one. Ask five people, and we'll combine all sixty people asked across all twelve of us. Go ask some people without priming them about this debate or anything. What's your favorite sandwich? And listen to them just rattle off a bunch of things. Oh, this maybe this maybe this. No one's going to say burger, even if a burger is their okay, favorite food see, overall. So, no, okay, let, no, so, no, let me, let me finish. Okay, like, okay, we actually, I, I, I looked back at our text history, our text history with you, Sam, Kenny, and Billy. You know, we have our group text where we talk all the time in September and in May. We had conversations about what's the top five sandwiches of all time. Not a single person mentioned a burger one time. That includes you and a burger would if you group that in there for me would absolutely be a top five because a burger is an awesome food it, yep. in a practical definition it is not and now I, you said patty melt and i get that that's probably the ultimate gray area or whatever but for me the specifics like that don't matter i'm i'm saying a sandwich and burger are separate categories okay it is almost subjective to the individual what belongs in each so questions like you know a patty melt that can be determined by the person i'm not arguing I guess the specifics of what belongs in each, where to draw the line. I'm arguing that there is a line. I'm arguing that they're distinct categories. So, so what, what I think it is, it's like you, it's like a definition of a vegetable. You have the botanical definition and you have the kitchen definition, like right? So bota- yeah, it's, it's both the botanical def- definition. It's, it's the ovary of a plant, like a tomato. It is by definition, a tomato is a fruit. But nobody is going to say my favorite fruit is a tomato, just like the sandwich. But the kitchen definition, it's, you know, it's a, it's, if it's sweet, it's a fruit. Everything else is a vegetable. And that's your definition of a sandwich. If it's under the menu of a sandwich, it's a sandwich. Everything else is something else. But I have a black and white, a black and white definition for a fruit. If it's over a plant, it's a fruit. Okay. Cucumbers, a fruit. Tomatoes are fruit, a nuts are fruit. So if, if the if world is not black and white, and you literally just made a point of things that aren't black and white that are by different definitions, fruit and vegetable. The world but is no, 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 no. And and when it comes to fruit and vegetable, botanically speaking, it is very black and white. I can like it yes, tells one you type what of is definition. What is. Your words, your words were by the botanical definition, a tomato is a fruit. By the what kitchen definition, it's a vegetable. Right. So two definitions. So the, it's not black. It, it depends the definition right. you're choosing right. right there. Right. No, no, no. No, I agree. I agree. Mm-hmm. And so my definition is a sandwich is two things, one thing in between. That's yeah. my definition. Very black and white. Yours is it's like a feeling, you know, like if you ask people, it's what do they say? It's what's on a menu. Like, so what is a sandwich? Well, is is a patty metal sandwich? Yeah. Is a hamburger? No, because people don't feel it's a sandwich, but there's no, what is a sandwich? What's the definition? What makes, what's your definition of a sandwich? It's it's practical use. It is, it is. So what is a sandwich? It's, it's not an ingredient definition. I'm not, I'm not going by that. I, I don't know what my definition I'm going to stop you both. We're going way more Joe Rogan and less fantasy football. <laughs> okay. This, I, I'm I glad Sam jumped in. That's I, exactly. 
what I, I want to I, chime in. Let's get to the matchups. Just... Can we get to the matchups? All right. First, we've, we've Sam, give it, Sam, give us a quick recap here. Make it quick of what happened last week. All right. 60 seconds. Uh, I'll start down the list. Obviously, I'll be at the top because it's mine. Uh, I gave an ass raping to Kevin. Uh, nice. 154 to 96. Keeps me in the playoff hunt. Kevin Dunn. Uh, Tyler really put a beat down on Andrew. We saw that coming. I loved it. Andrew's about done. Tyler's a champ. Billy beat James by a good bit. I haven't looked at the details, but I've never seen a positional injury plague like James has had, but Billy's also dominating. Paper champion. Um, (laughs) Teddy crushed Ben. Teddy's actually pretty good. Ben's terrible. Uh, we got ben, ben got Ben got half his points from his kicker and defense. They put up almost fifty points kicker defense combo. Uh, yeah, it's bad, but whatever. Um, Keenan, Keenan, oh, Keenan crushed I David, score. but Keenan had a week. Let me just say this: I picked him as my dark horse to win. At that time, he was like the number six or seven team, and Tyler. Ben and James running away with it. He looks like he could do it now. And then we had Griffey and uh, oh, Kenny, another ass raping. Most of those were pretty lopsided. We knew who was going to win going in. So somewhat of a boring yeah. week. You knew it was going to happen. Um, no, no real upsets. Um, now, now Keenan's score, I want to say, was the seventh highest score of the year. About time we throw some stats in here. Of, of the six ahead of him. Two from Billy, two from me, two from Tyler, which is kind of funny. So, okay, okay. Um, I think those are the four playoff teams, though. If we're really looking at it, well, let's um, let's jump into the the future matchups it's, then. It's what? Tyler and Billy. Let's be honest. James is banged up. James is banged up, but oh, it's a one, it's a one game playoff, right? Two two weeks. And I'm and let's be let's be real. We're all pulling for Keenan here. No no bones about it. If I have to pick someone that I'm and I'm eliminated, I want uh, Keenan to win, or I want Sam to come out of nowhere and then choke in the finals against Keenan. Uh, I want Sam to. No, I, I want agree, the heartbreak from Sam. Yeah, with the fifteen percent chance want, to win, and he comes through this like long shot, and then he's like a head going into the second week of the finals. And then Keenan beats him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree, thousand percent. Yeah, and, um, and you say my team's banged up, and it is. Um, and going into this week, you know, um, Mixon's already been ruled out, uh, and Fournette, you know, is not playing. So I'm gonna have to start eliminating Zacchaeus again. And that's the <laughs> but, thing when you're but, going but up against Billy and it, Tyler that put up 160 a week. If you drop to 140, you're toast. But Mark Andrews is back now. Keenan Allen's back now. Deshaun Watson's about to. Uh, resume playing and stuff. So if I can get into the playoffs, Mixon's only going to miss a week. It's a concussion. If I can get into playoffs, the only real the only real person I'm going to be missing, unless barring any major injuries, is Cooper Cup. And then everyone else behind him, if I have another injury, all my top bench guys are going to be gone. Yeah, but missing Cooper Cup, that's a good 10 points a week you're missing. But (sighs) I mean, Cooper Cup yeah, Cooper Cup it was averaging 18.2. And instead, I'm going to start – I mean, Keenan Allen, Chris Godwin, and Amari Cooper will be my three, So, which are averaging – well, Keenan Allen's only averaging It's, it's seven, hard to only... say because injuries. Right, right. Which, that's, not a huge, that's not a huge drop-off, but, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Jeez, James, you are banged up. Because I was going to say Billy's Achilles heel is that he has zero depth. 
He gets he one injury. No depth. None. The pro he's like Devontae, Jalen Waddle, Justin Jefferson, Dalvin Cook, Josh Allen, Eckler. They Ramon Great. They stayed so healthy Great. in Ramondre's yeah. season. scene. Even Damian Harris got hurt and helped him even mer. 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 Um, mer. <laughs> But if you make it to the playoffs, normally I'd say James as depth, Billy takes one or two hits on injuries. He doesn't have anybody to fill in. But you don't need depth. Once white. you're past the buys, you don't need any depth. Well, look well, at last you do year. for injuries. In in the finals last year, in the finals, that, the, the reason Zach Ertz was on my team was because I, I picked him up. I was starting rookie Rashad Bateman against Billy in the finals. I started Cortland Sutton. Who like, won the finals last year? And I beat him. I beat Billy nice. by, I want to say, less than one point or less than two points, something like that. It was like point six. Has anybody ever won the finals two years in a row? Um, No, nobody has. We should do that. Uh... We're not doing that. Yeah. I, I know what you're suggesting. We're not doing that. <laughs> three. Um, what about three? What if we put it at three? three? Dude, three. Three should happen for sure. Because that's the legend. We're not going to debate it. We're not going to debate it, but I'll put it out there Just for the league. Put it here out if there. Anyone, if anyone listens for an hour and a half. Nobody so, knows what it means. So what it I, is. Oh, go ahead. If somebody wins, normally it's back to back, but if you win, we're proposing three. Back to back to back. The Dynasty League resets. We redraft again and we start over fresh. Draft takes everything. It wins. So the way to win a Dynasty League, normally two in a row, but we'll call it a three peat. So if anyone gets a three peat, everyone resets. We redraft and start fresh. I'm putting it out in the ether. The problem is that's going to promote collusion, and Kenny's going to trade everyone to James. <laughs> I'll collude. Everyone All right, would collude we're not against me. Those. You know that. You know everyone's collude would collude to, against me. Um, you want to go into uh, into week twelve into predictions? Yeah, yeah let's do it. So where where do you want to start? I guess me and Billy was game of the start week. Start at the top. Let's do that yep. one last. And I say Sam versus Tyler. Let's do that second to last because those are the two with the playoff in- implications. Okay, start so at the bottom start with Andrew and Teddy. Uh, Obviously, I'm gonna lose. <laughs> yeah, I, I just see the matchup Teddy's now. projected to beat you by thirty. By thirty. Well, it's, he has uh, B Perkins starting. You got actually Teddy's got some players. He's got no. Uh, Teddy's got a squad. He's got Fields, I, Walker, Harris, Ayuk, Lockett. He will be good Friday in a most. year or two. I mean, Keenan. Keenan last week said that was his prediction. Teddy would be the top team in the next four years. I like Keenan's team. He's got I a great he team. And he's got hella picks. Pickens is kind of scary. Um. Yeah. So anyway, that's a massacre. Playoff implications in that game, not much. No, no. If we're talking draft position, yeah, both teams are eliminated. I have a better record than than. Oh wait, yeah, you you have a better record by one game, but draft position. Teddy, not Keenan. I'm playing Teddy. Yeah, pretty much set there. Um, Anyway, let's go on then. How about David against Kenny? Oh well. Anybody playing Kenny doesn't matter. David's only going to put up 110 points, which normally would lose unless he's playing Ben or or Kenny. He's playing Kenny. Okay. Kenny also hasn't set his lineup. He has uh, Raheem Mostert in. He has Rondell Moore in, who are both hurt. Um, Even if he does, does it make a difference? No, no, it doesn't. Kenny's going to lose. Anybody? It's not David going to win. It's Kenny going to lose. Yeah. All um, right. How about Ben against Keenan? Is that one even going to be close? How bad is Keenan going to beat him? 
Keenan's not project. He's projected kind of middle of the road with you and Teddy. But uh, yeah, no. Actually, Ben's projected triple digits, which is Ben. A ben has two ben. starting quarterbacks this week. Kyle Allen now because Davis Mills got benched. I hope Ben wins this. We'll talk about it later, but I yeah, I don't see it happen. I think I think Keenan Keenan has a down week, puts up 140 and still wins. All right. Um well then the, the next game is one that you probably feel pretty strongly about. Jonathan Kevin. Why does this game matter and who do you like? So the only way I make the playoffs is A, I went out, but two, um, I need either Keenan or Griffey to lose. And then Hold on, and then when they play each other the week after, whoever lost to win. So I think Ben's obviously going to lose. So the only chance I have of making the playoffs is if Kevin beats Griffey this week. It doesn't look like it's going to happen. The projections are 30 points apart. Or, Sam, not necessarily. Um, you could also have if I if you win out and I lose out, right? Then uh, if, if I don't have you on points. Yeah, but you could uh, – you're right. That Well, no, because I'm only one game up on you. So if I lose two and you win two, you'd pass me. And I have a good shot to lose to Billy, but if I beat Kevin, um, then I, I've i got a pretty good comfortable lead on points against Keenan, Jonathan, and you. So I, if I win one of two, I should get in because Keenan plays, um, plays Jonathan. So, so who do you like in that game then? So just looking at projections, you got to say Griffey's projected 50 points more. Here you got 17 from Diggs, you got 13 from Hawkinson, and 16 from Zeke. So the people that were kind of on the fence to give you five or 10 mm-hmm. gave you 15 on uh, Diggs. Now, there's some wild cards. Andy Dalton, David Montgomery, Latavius Murray could all shit the bed. Jamar Chase, Robinson man, could, Mike. Could, could shit the bed. Chase and Burrow, we have a bad game from Cincy, and then things are – Things are iffy, but on the other side of the fence, we're really like we've got too many receivers for the Broncos. Well, what I'm right saying now. Is, is Chase Chase is still technically questionable. He's projected 16.8, but Griffey would have started Thielen if not, and Thielen's already played. So if Chase doesn't play, he's going to have Robert Woods in. And I mean, do you uh, trust in a Titans receiver? You got to have some lucky games by multiple people. Olave, Pierce, Mooney. You just got to have some big games. It's it's even if you don't have great games for Griffey, we're still thinking Kevin takes it, mm-hmm. or we're still thinking Griffey. I, takes yeah, it. I, I know what you're saying, uh, but it would all be moot for you if um, by lose if you lost to Tyler. So what's what are the keys to your game against him? I mean, if we're looking at it. Billy's obviously the highest scoring team, but we're projected. I'm projected 165, Tyler 162. This is a fucking shootout. Um, keys of the game. First, it was Pollard outperform Zeke. We lost there. After we're going there, God, Tyler's got a good team. Um, we just got to hope for like a six touchdown game by Mahomes or something like that. Tyler's team's more consistent than mine. He's got a great squad. Yeah. Um, built not but, not built the right way, but look, I mean, look at his depth. If he's got some injuries, who's coming uh, on? Curtis Samuel, maybe? I've got – on the bench, I've got uh, Pinchakos 
projected 10. Elijah Mitchell, 8. P. Ryan, man, Mixon's not going to play. Yeah, P. Ryan's 11 now. I got to put him. Oh, fuck. I already started Swift. Okay. You would have started P. Ryan Um, over DeAndre Swift. Probably Swift's been so disappointing this year. But Uh, anyway, we'll see. The game of the week. No, you didn't make a prediction. You think you'll beat Tyler? No, I think he'll beat me. Wow, a little confidence. You even have the ESPN projection on your side. I'll pick you then, Sam, to make it interesting. Do you you don't study your history, James? <laughs> you know what's going to happen. No, my, in, in history, you get to the playoffs. So, Fair. Fair. All right, me, me versus Billy, game of the week, which is surprising that it won game of the week because the projections, they were closer when Mixon was projected 15 points or whatever, but his projection is down to zero, and he's still in my starting lineup. So, at the moment, Billy's projected to beat me by 23. Um, Step it up, champ. Allen put up 30 already. He got Jefferson 25. Ramonde, like, Dalvin not scoring kind of helped you. Heineke shits the bed. Eckler shits the bed again. Ingram will shit the bed. You just, uh, it's the same thing with me. You got to have somebody explode. You got to have Godwin or Keenan Allen or somebody go for four touchdowns that you don't expect to. Like I had that Otherwise, 53 from Mixon the other week. Be in. Exactly. Otherwise, I'm I'm taking Billy on that one. Which, well, no, you guys, you guys agree? Or? I think now that there's the Mixon injury and Fournette's not going to play and, you know, Cup's still out, if, I'm going to have to put Eliminate Zacchaeus or Tyler Conklin in the flex. That is such a huge swing from Joe Mixon. Um, who's a you know the number five running back or whatever he is something like that number seven running back that just that one alone could be the game changer honestly yeah it's but, a 10 point swing i think you'll lose by more than 10 it, it, i mean tw- uh, 10 point projection swing at least but uh i don't know Mixon has a 53 point game under his belt so tyler conklin's not gonna ever do that so um, if these projections hold we basically got uh, one more game, and and Griffey and Keenan are playing for the last spot. And not you. necessarily last spot. If all the projections hold, slash Sam's predictions, because I think he went chalk, then what would happen in week thirteen is Keenan versus Griffey. The winners end um, for sure, hundred percent. And then if you beat Tyler. Then it will come down to if I lose to Kevin, I'm out. And then it would be you would jump into the four. Or if I lose to Tyler, the loser uh, and you lose, or if I lose to Kevin and you lose one of these next two weeks, then the loser of Keenan and Griffey could, if they, they'll only be in if they pass me on points. Uh, or no, they would also be in if they win one. So if, if I win one, I should be in. I just got to win one of two, Billy and Kevin. Keenan, Jonathan, unless one of them gets upset this week, the winner of that will be in. Um, and Sam's in if that doesn't happen, if I lose out or, um, you know, Keenan or Jonathan needs one of them to lose this week. So that's kind hey, of what we're looking at. Can you say suck it, Bowie? Say suck it, Bowie. Suck it, Bowie. But all right. Well, then I guess we'll we'll call that. It's after 10 now. Um, I'm tired. So 
This was fun though. Okay. This first, first podcast with three people, four now that Nora's going to say suck it, Bowie. So, all right, all right, bye guys. All right, guys. Get, can I get one second? Suck, suck it off. Suck it, Bowie. Suck it. Yeah, Bowie. yeah, yeah. Suck it, Bowie. All right, bye. All right.